hello world, and welcome to the first ever Freeball, the volleyball podcast. We did it, Louis, we're here. Can't actually believe that we got this far, it's taken a little while. Years but almost. Yeah, three, four months. Feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it. But anyway, my name is Louis Lett, and I'm a volleyball commentator, stroke coach, living in London, England. And I'm Cameron, I'm a teacher slash volleyball player from Australia, travelled around the world to come here and play semi-amateur volleyball. <laughs> A-star for effort. <laughs> and you're also a Taylor Avril lookalike, long-haired dude, run around in the nude, sometimes we see you with your pants down at, at home games and away games. <laughs> I, uh, that's another one of the growing list of celebrities I've been told I look like. Alongside who else? Uh, Chris Hemsworth? Triple H. I got Rod Stewart once. I didn't understand that one. Oh, mate. <laughs> I get Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall. Do you know him? No. Lead singer of uh, Simply Red doesn't. Oh. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not a good Is that a compliment? Not a good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, Taylor Avril lookalike. Maybe we should get him on the show one day. Like, looking exactly the same. Crazy. I love that. Um, but we are the Freeball bo- Podcast. We are bringing you news and interviews from all around the world. Um, updates of players and teams and everything that's going on in the world of volleyball. And for non-volleyball lovers out there, like my mum, she's even shorter than me, by the way, you can join the ride as well. We're open for anyone. (laughs) We're open for business. We're looking to bring you some interviews, some news, reviews from the volleyball world, beach and indoor. Uh, And we're trying to get some of the biggest players on. We've got interviews from players from all around the world, We've got players from Russia, we've got players from China and Serbia, hopefully some Australians on here as well. Yeah, and we'll be looking to tell you some funny stories from our own team, because that's how we know each other, really. we both part of the same club, Flaming I'm, Six Aces. I'm a player. Yeah, and I coach the Rowdy Lod as well, and there's always a funny <laughs> story to be told, which I'm sure that listeners, well, might have some empathy for, or they might even <laughs> laugh at us as well. All right, well, Louis, let's get into it. So what's what, what can we expect to be coming up on the Freeball Volleyball Podcast? We've got such a range of interviews with different players from different teams, men's and women's, beach and indoor. We've got interviews with the likes of Karol Kwas, the Polish middle blocker who won the world championships in 2014, but this year decided to take a summer off to rest his knees. Oh man, so he missed out on winning the World Cup again? Yeah, he's missed out on retaining the title. And it's a great interview really because it's highs and lows and that's what sport's about. Like a roller coaster. 100%. 100%. We've got Lonica Sloches coming on the show as well. The Dutch opposite spiker, who's right up there with the best players in the world. Her national team coach, Jamie Morrison, said earlier in the year at the World Championships, or last year even, that she was in the top three players. So you'd think that Sloches nowadays is alongside the likes of Boscovich and Zhu Ting as well, who's the Chinese outside player, who's just a different class. Brilliant. We have interviews with Eric Shoji, the American libero and Olympic medalist, playing his first season for Fakel. So we find out a little bit about life in Russia. Brendan Sander, who's playing his first pro season for Lube in Italy, the brother of Taylor Sander as well. And we also hope to have French outside Kevin Tilly as a guest on the show. Big career Kevin Tilly, now playing in China. And we've got a bit of beach coming up too, don't we? For sure, mate. We've got Anders Moll and Christian Sorum, the Beach Volley Vikings stroke destroyers, hopefully are coming on the show. I was supposed to see them in The Hague last weekend, but they were super busy. But they're coming on, they've assured us, 
and that would be awesome. Man, they got Golden Stad, Golden the European Champs, Golden Vienna, which I was at, and the World Tour Finals in Hamburg with a Golden Vegas, the Vegas FIVB four star. They're absolutely flying. That's crazy. They didn't quite have the result that they wanted in the Hague, but it's a bit of a wrong time of season, and there was potentially some illnesses in their camp as well. We're also hoping to get interviews with the likes of Casey Patterson and also Sam Pedlow has agreed to be on the show. So we're hoping we get some big names in theory joining us. Other big names discussing big topics is going to be massive. But what we're looking at is trying to get athletes from as many different nations on the show. And maybe we'll just keep adding to our list. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as well as that, we want to hear from all of you. We want to hear your opinions, your thoughts. What's going on in your volleyball team? How are your players going? Is there anything that you are noticing about world volleyball as well? Jump on to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and search Freeball, the volleyball podcast, and you'll find us on all of those platforms. Yeah, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like, but just have an opinion and use us as a place to voice it. Easy. Just don't turn up at our house. No, please don't turn up at our house. All right, so what are we? What do we have in store today? Day one, episode one. We've got to go in with a bang, haven't we? We've got a massive guest in Tiana Boscovic. The 21-year-old Serbian opposite player is currently, maybe, pound for pound, the best player in the world for not only women's volleyball, but men's as well. A silver medalist in Rio at 2016 Olympics. And last year, 2018, was a fantastic year for Boscovic, winning the World Championships in Japan with Serbia. We managed to catch up with Tiana Boscovic just a month or so ago at the World Club Championships in Shaoxing in China. Firstly, Miss Boscovic, welcome to our show, Freeball, the volleyball podcast. This is a real honour for us, so thank you for making the time. Thank you for calling me. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's our pleasure. Um, I'm just going to run through a couple of things. Okay, so you're 21 years old, correct? Yes. 2018 Women's World Champion. 2017 European Champion. 2017 World Grand Prix Bronze. Summer Olympics, second place in Rio 2016. Silver in the Women's World Cup 2015. 2014 European Junior Champion. At club level... FIVB World Club Champion, CEV Cup Champion, four times winner in Turkey with your club, and then you have so many individual awards, 2018 Best Player in Europe, 2018 MVP at the World Championships, and then another 10. Yes, you're right. <laughs> at 21. <laughs> um, did, did I miss anything? I think no. Maybe we should repeat again, but I think you said everything. How does it feel to be you? Uh, really, I'm so happy and honored to achieve all this uh, success uh, in this age. But I, I'm still young, and I think in future I can be even better and make more great results. Your name now is obviously Tiana Boscovic, but you're known as the boss. <laughs> really? I didn't know for no. this. No? It's new Yes, but it's a big compliment. For, for sure. Um, do you have any other nicknames? No, teacher. Yeah? Teacher, yes. Okay. So now, now on the show we call you the boss. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Nice. Um, what a year you're having. Uh, we're going to talk about the World Championships in just a moment, but you are undefeated at club level. You haven't lost a set. 
and you're playing really well here. How's it, how's it going uh, at, for your club at the moment, having a good season? Yes, um, this is my fourth year in Azerbaijan and my third consecutive uh, World Club Championship with Azerbaijan. So I'm happy to play this competition again. Uh, I think we started very well. Uh, as you said, we didn't lost any set in Turkish league, also in here. So I hope we will continue like this. Yeah, I agree. And you're part of really yourself and the Bank both have dream teams. So yes. how does it feel for you to play with the likes of Larson and Kim? It must be quite inspiring for yourself to play with people that you can look up to. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, through all these years in volleyball, I had a chance to play uh, with uh, many big and great players. Uh, this year we have a good team again. And we have some new players like Kim, uh, also some Turkish players, Gamze and Lauren from US, of course. And I think we can make great results. Yeah, I, I think so too. And the effect that, it's a personal opinion, but the effect that you guys are having on Turkish volleyball is amazing too, because now the national team is, is playing so good. And I think it's because of the league, if, if you ask me. So I, I think it's- Yes, I think, I think you're right, because uh, during the year, more than six months, we play Turkish league. So we have many um, hard uh, games. And I think it helped us to be good in national team after, but also against national team, we go to the club. So we are, you know, all the year we have one high level. Yeah, of playing volleyball just keeps going and going. Yes, and Turkey's yes. the place. Turkey's the place to be. Um, let's talk world championships. When you went home, have you now got superhero status? Uh, not only me, not only me. All the girls, of course, and staff. Uh, people followed from the first game until the end, and uh, when we came back, they. They were so so proud of us, so happy to uh, see us again, and it was one amazing feeling. I can imagine. I cannot describe. I loved. My world. I loved words. following you, and it, it was just great to great to see after Rio that you had that moment as a team yes. to to really celebrate and and feel and have that feeling. I have no idea what it's like. I can it's only amazing. imagine. It's amazing. It's amazing. It was it was great to be there. It was a very close final. Um, how was it for you and do you actually feel pressure is that is that something now that you still feel uh, I think it's normal when you play world final of world championship to have some kind of pressure but honestly we try to enjoy because you are playing final of world championship and it's the biggest maybe uh, game of our career so we try to give our best also, it was a real final. We won uh, in five sets against Italy, who played amazing all tournaments. So we knew it will be one tough game. For, for sure. You're 21, as we said before. I don't want to keep going on to this, but for <laughs> me, it's, it's crazy looking at your career and what you've achieved. Some people just don't achieve that in a lifetime, let, let alone by, by 21. So I, I really want to remind people because it, I even get surprised. And I follow volleyball a lot and I, I know you well from playing and then commentating. How do you prepare for big games now? Is it something that you you have to learn to prepare for? Um, or is it something that you do naturally? Because there's so many of them. 
uh, I started uh, to play a high level volleyball uh, when I was really young. As you know, when I was uh, 17, I played my first uh, club championship with national team. So from that time, I uh, tried to have some experience. You know, I played many games from early age. So now it's it gets easier for me to play. Of course, it's not easy, but I think it's experience. It's, it's normal, isn't yes, it? Yes, now um, it's more normal. And I think that experience isn't defined by age, it's by doing. Yes. And the more that you do, the I easier think, the easier things, so. the things, easier things get. Um, just going back to pressure, I'm, I'm very intrigued by pressure. You're going to get set a lot of balls. You know yes. that. Yes. But how do you deal with that expectation of being a point scorer and being the, the person that people look to to score? Uh, my position is like that. They always expect from me to make, you know, points because I play opposite uh, Spiker. So, okay, it's not easy, but uh, also I have a lot, uh, lot of help from my teammates. We uh, support each other, volleyball is team sport. So I think support inside of the team is very important. And also I think my position is, you know, difficult as libero position or setter. We all have one role that we have to play, so... Yeah, the sport's very different, isn't it? Yes. Depending on what position you play, yes, it's, it's yes. a completely different... Um, I'm currently hitting myself on the head um, <laughs> to, suggest <that> it's a, <laughs> to suggest it's a different mindset, depending on that. And that's what's impressive about your team. In the middles, you're so strong, um, and that helps you so much because when the setter is using the middles, it helps your job. Exactly, yes, as you said. I want to know, or we want to know, about the beginning. How did you start? Did you choose volleyball, or did volleyball choose you? And, and what was the, what's the journey been like? Because there's still such a long way to go, and we know that you haven't, I personally don't think you've achieved half of what you're going to achieve, but until now, what, what's the journey been like? Uh, I was born in one small city in Bosnia and Herzegovina and uh, I didn't have many options uh, because there wasn't many sports for the girls and first I uh, played karate maybe you didn't know this yes but after I have older sister and she uh, was playing volleyball before me so with her I started to go to volleyball practice and I really liked it so that's why I started to play volleyball and I understood it's uh, my I can say maybe love I loved volleyball so that's how I started and then who who spotted that you had talent who who was it that said do you know what uh, Tiana's the one I don't know we had uh, I changed many coaches in that time and we had many school competition after some, you know, country competitions. And they just saw me. They were interested of me. And after, when I was 14 years old, I moved to Serbia. I played there four years. And after, I came to Ezadjibashi when I was 18. I can imagine being a coach when a tall left-handed <laughs> athlete comes into the gym. I would get pretty excited too if you if you were a youngster. It's you. just the the dream. Um, what's your secret? What would you say has been 
the the secret of you being successful? Well, for me, there is no secret. Honestly, there is no any secret. I'm just trying to give my best, honestly, every day, and of course to enjoy because I really love volleyball and I enjoy to play uh, in national team here in as Arjibashi and I think volleyball gave me many opportunities. Yeah, and if you enjoy it, you're always going to work hard at yes. something. Um, have you ever felt that it's not your pathway, or are you because it's it's very busy? Has there ever been any doubt in in what you do or how you do it? No, 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 no. Of course, sometimes I'm sad that I don't have uh, much time off to spend with my family, with my friends, to do something that I like. But as I said, it's not hard for me, really, because I enjoy, I like. I also like my teammates, my team, so it's not difficult. You mentioned your family. Yes. How often do you manage to see them? I imagine that's quite tough. Not, I don't have too much time in, in a year uh, because, as I said, uh, after club season we go to national team and it's going like this. But uh, every free moment I'm trying to go and see them. Also, they are coming during the season to visit me, so yes. They must be very proud. Yes, they are proud. You, you mentioned your... Uh, you have a sibling. How many siblings do you have, brothers and sisters? I have older sister and younger brother. Amazing. That's yes. it. Volleyballers still? Sister is volleyball player. She plays in Turkey also. And I have a younger brother who is basketball player. Just a family. We are sports family. Is that quite competitive or now very just supportive? No, no, of course. It's only supportive. Um, what's there left for you? What's When you look back on your career... You, you've done so much. I, I know that you haven't quite done everything, but what would you look back on when you're 40 years old and go, I, I wish I would have done? Yes, yes, uh, I achieved uh, many success until now, but honestly, I'm not satisfied yet because I know that I have opportunity to uh, be even better and to win more medals, trophies, with my club, with my national team, so I will just go forward. Champions League? Of course, Champions League with my club, it's my first goal, for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I yes. think you have a great team. What do you think the secret is to winning the Champions League? I don't know. Uh, we played uh, two times Champions League. It's my third uh, Champions League with Azarjibashi. Uh This year, uh, we started well, we already made one win so we will see it's it's one very uh, high quality competition it will be not easy for sure but we are ready to fight yeah who do you see as your biggest rival Vakif Bank you have Amoko you have Navara the, the, the level is is crazy good yes yes it, actually it makes me happy because I like to compete we will have I think very difficult road uh, in Champions League but this is what makes volleyball interesting to me, to compete and good, have a good rival. For rival. me too. Yes. I, I, think, <laughs> I think women's volleyball is probably in the best place it's, it's ever been. There's so many superstars at a young age, yes, the likes of it you. It makes me very Xi happy. Ping, just to name a couple, Agonu now, 19. Yes, yes, and, yes, and yes. And everybody is so young with so much time to, to progress. Yes, and I, I agree. I think it makes 
the road better for the younger ones still. 16, 17 now can, can look, at, look at you guys. Oh, finally the Olympics. If we talk okay. Champions League, we have to talk Olympics. So obviously Rio must have been very tough but the best is still to come, right? I hope so. I honestly hope so and I believe. I don't like to speak uh, too much what will happen in future because Olympic Games are in two years, 2020. So here we have time. But as I said, we always have high goals and I know which quality we have. So I hope we will continue like this with yeah. big success. Yeah, me too. It's it's a fun it's a fun journey to always watch. Yeah, thank you. From the side, and it's 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 been awesome. Finally. Thank you. This is a free ball thing. Everybody that we talk to, okay. we talk about the dream seven. So imagine, aliens are coming down from the from Mars or wherever they live, <laughs> and you have to play them in a game of volleyball, okay. and everybody depends on it. And it's a women's game. Let's say from this period now, who would be in your seven? Mm. If I'm player of or coach. <laughs> oh, you're you're in. Yeah, oh, okay. you're playing. Okay, I have to be. Um, but some people have sub substituted themselves. Others have used uh, people from the past. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. For me, you, it can be whoever you like. Okay. So I will say Maya Ognjanovic as a setter. And I, me, as opposite, because I like to play with Maya. Yeah, you know each other very well. Yes, that's why I will put two of us together. As outside hitters, I will say, it's so difficult. (laughs) If you ask me to make three teams, I can. But now, if I have to choose one, it's so difficult. Let's say uh, Jordan Larson and Juting. That's... That's very strong. Middles, Milana Rasic. Don't think I'm selfish, I'm just honest. I'm not choosing Serbian girls only. Uh, you're, you're well champions. I'm honest. <laughs> I'm honest. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're well champions, yeah. You, you can have Serbian girls if, if uh, they're the best Milana in the world. Milana Rasic and middle, middle, second middle blocker. Let's say uh, Foluke, Akinradevo, yeah. maybe from US. Very fast getting out. Yes, there. that's why. <laughs> Libero, oh, this is difficult also. Italian libero, let's say. Monica Di Gennaro? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty strong yes. seven. Right, Tiana Boscovic, it's time for you to go and get your snack. Thank but thank you, you so, <laughs> so much for making the time. And hopefully you're very successful this week, but in every week that you get to play. Thank it's you It's been so amazing much. following you. Thank you. We just wish you nothing but the best. Thank, thank you. you. Geez, that was unreal. What an interview. I mean, did you feel nice intimidated? Girl. Do you know what? She's about a foot. Yeah, I was going to say, was, it, were you, was she looking down? Were you sitting down or were you standing? Do you know what? It's something that I've become pretty accustomed to is being the small looked guy. Looked down on. Oh. Yeah, like, I, I literally came up to, yeah, <laughs> looked, looked down on. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even come to her chest. But she was just like so humble. It's like she didn't realise what an incredible achievement everything she's done is yeah and she's still so young as well like 21 you'd think that that sort of success would go to somebody's head yeah but she was almost well, yeah, she had like a calm head on her shoulders and she seemed very mature but she's almost reserved at times when she came in she was very quiet and almost yeah reserved and it was quite nice to see but 
I'm finding doing this project that quite a lot of the athletes are, are the same. So more humble than you think. Yeah, really good people. Yeah. I think good, well, good people, good all, athletes. Aren't we all in this sport? Oh, so humble. <laughs> so, 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 so humble. So how was it watching the watching the game over there? Um, over there at the at the World Club Championships, I mean, Ekjakabasi ended up taking a third in the end, which I think for them they underperformed. Uh, they lost in five to Minas Tennis Club, and that was mostly due to Natalia, who, let's make no mistake, won Olympic gold in London with Brazil. So that was some time ago, but she's still only 29. But she left Fenerbahce to go home and play for Minas, and on that night she scored 26 points. Jeez. Four blocks and an ace as well to outscore Boscovich and also Kim Jong-kun as well and Jordan Larson. So they had a great game. Um, Natalia and Gabby as well, the young outside from Brazil. Yeah. They crushed it. They Jeez, didn't, that's awesome. They didn't beat Vakif Bank, but they played really well in that semi-final to beat Ex-Jakabasi. So what do you think made Vakif Bank better than the other Turkish team? Oh, it's an interesting one because Vakif Bank are so, so strong. They have such a balance with Lonica Sledchez, who we've got coming on the show. She was playing opposite. Um, and also an Ebra Karakut. She's 19, playing opposite. Jeez. She's unreal. Like, so she's so um, Boscovich doesn't even win the youngest player award. No, she was on the opposite side, but like she's Karaka is with Slowchess, who's obviously coming on the show, and she's crushing it. And the Kifbank have two options in that opposite position that are strong. Exakabasi have Boscovich. Yeah, completely right. Um, but they also the Kifbank have a Serbian middle in Milena Rasic, who just holds the team together. Alongside Kelsey Robinson, who passes, swings so well. She plays libero for the USA, but she was impressive point scoring playing on the outside. So, uh, you guys talked a lot about Serbia being the world champions. Like, how was, What was that like? The world championship's crazy, and Boscovic was such a big player in, in that team. Um, obviously scoring something near 30 points in the final against... Italy, a very good Italian side, but it's not just her point scoring; it's the way that she contributes on the backcourt. Like she's the first on the floor diving yeah. for balls. She's great in the block. Which is she's a good which serve. is not always easy for opposites. Yeah, and sometimes you, you need you sometimes you need to cut a bit of slack to the opposites because <laughs> they're tall and it's a long way down to dive. Yeah, well, she does it pretty well. Mate. Maybe <laughs> you should be taking some notes. But yeah, she's just got this all-round aura about her, and without her. They're not the same team. Yeah. That's for sure. They're, they haven't got the same... Well, they lost the two games that they didn't have her in. Yeah. The two games that they rested her... It didn't they, work, obviously. They, they lost. Even though ex-Akabasi were a little bit inconsistent throughout the World Club Championships, their form in the league has been unbelievable. 11 from 11. They've only dropped four sets... And as we go into the second half of the season, they have a clear advantage over Turkish rivals for Kifbank. But also they're their main rivals in Istanbul and potentially the world as well. They beat them at home. So now they lead the Kifbank at the top of the Turkish division by one win and also four sets. So the Kifbank have it all to do in the domestic campaign. But Turkey yet again shows us that it provides the most excitement alongside Italy in women's indoor volleyball. Top players, top teams, you're going to have to keep an eye on Turkish volleyball throughout the rest of the season. It's it's it was really funny hearing her talk about like her goals when she's already won the world champs. Like there's the world champs in the Olympics. 
and she's already won one of the like two of the, one of the biggest tournaments. But that's on the, the planet. that's the biggest one, surely. Yeah, uh, they came second to China in 2016, and now China are not as strong. But In Lang Ping, she's always planning for the future. Yeah, like she is the the master of knowing when the big competition is coming. She has four years to plan. And on that day, she can make it happen. Well, that's what I was going to... That sort of leads me to my next question. Can they keep this going until the Olympics? Now, now, right now, they're the best team in the world, Serbia. But that's another two years almost, or a year and a half. And things can change. Players can retire. New players can come in. Dynamics can change. Do you think they can maintain it to the Olympics? I think they have the quality for sure. Like with Boscovich at twenty one. Are you are you saying this team as it is right now? Yeah, I, I so think then it, it would that depend then if it changes if there's any lineup changes. I think what makes Serbia the best at the moment is they have Boscovich playing opposite. Yeah, I think that's and Ogunjanovic and and you've got her and because she's so young, you know, touch wood, no injuries, she's locked in and she won't next, get any worse. She's the next locked in for the next five, six, seven years. And on the other hand. On the other flank, you have um, Mihailovic, who's also a point scorer as well. So they split the net really, really well. They have good middles. And Italy, though, they're the biggest threat at the moment. The, the Italian side with Agonu, who's just turned 20, they have Agonu on the right, Sia on the left, and then they have Bazzetti as a passing yeah. outside player. And they have great middles as well in Tricciella and Danesi. So they're... they're between the two of them it's going to be very very close but China could be there at the Olympics as well the USA you cannot you can can't never count them out. you can never count the USA out and you can't count Brazil out either but I think they're going to struggle for sure well it's going to be interesting to follow like follow the story follow the build up and see see how it looks see the qualifiers and stuff yeah brilliant it's going to be unbelievable and I really feel that Serbia they can do it but it's not going to be easy and yeah. China will only get better I think they're a little bit quiet on the opposite position at the moment but they will but get they better that, yeah yeah unbelievably so I loved your uh, I loved your talk about the her dream seven I love the way you described it it was like space jam for volleyball maybe then, we should make that movie yeah is How, there a market for it the volleyball space jam <laughs> who would star space in space spike who would who would be Michael Michael Jordan in that I imagine I don't know a Zaitsev or a uh, or Bruno Oh, Bruno, someone like that. We could go to the beach and get Mole and Solomon in and that, that would be awesome. Yeah, the Dream 7 is something that we want to bring to the party here on Freeball, the volleyball podcast. <laughs> because... Well, I we... think it's interesting. It's interesting to see what people think of like players in the world at the moment and, and how much they know about all the players and stuff. And it also like She was shows... really considered about the team she picked. Yeah, she didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, that's yeah. for sure, did she? Um, she was very, very reserved again. But what I'm finding with this is that everyone is. Nobody knows the answer, and they all think they could pick about five different teams. But what you also find about the Dream 7 is you find out what people value. Yeah. You find out whether people like teams with good reception, whether it's good out-of-system spiking, which is what Lube are indoors this year with big outside spikers, or maybe... Yeah, they just want a nice balanced side. Quick middles. Do they want big middles, point scoring middles, or do they want blocking middles? One of each. It'll be it'll be interesting once we've got like a whole bunch of people to see if there's any overlap. Like if if you know if the, the same 
one of the same middles is coming up over and over, or one of the same setters is coming up. You know, like it'd be funny to see how many of them are picked more than once. For sure, and and there is for sure. Yeah, but Boscovich went for Boscovich, Ogunjanovic, and Rasic, all from Serbia. So that's your opposite player in Boscovich. Ogunjanovic is the setter. Larson and uh, Zhu Ting on the outside. That's very stable, but they score points as well. Like, and they're both very good passers. Akin Radeu, the middle from the USA, as she mentioned, very quick, as I meant actually. Yeah. <laughs> managed to get that one. Managed to impress her with your volleyball knowledge. Yeah, managed to get out very, very quickly. And then Monica Di Gennaro was the libero. So, what would what do you think of what she picked? Would you have picked the same players? Would you pick someone else? Would you sub any players in for the ones that she's chosen? Let us know what you think of Boscovich's Dream Seven. Yeah, because every Dream Seven is going to be something different. It's going to be a dream. Everyone's got an opinion in volleyball. That's something that I've learned over the years. Well, that that brings me to some of my final thought. Why why are you into volleyball? What's gotten you into it? Me personally? Yeah, what do you like about volleyball? Oh, mine's a family thing. My granddad was a referee uh, internationally, and my dad a coach as well at international level. My little brother plays. My older brother played. Do you like it, though? (laughs) You're not just doing it because your family does it. I do love it, but it has its moments, yeah. for sure. But without it, I think I would be a lot less fulfilled. <laughs> what about you, Cam? Well, same thing. My brother played, uh, and then I started playing, and then just played in local teams and played with mates and stuff. It's such a, it was such a good sport. I found it really good, especially coming over to London, because the community was big enough that you could meet a bunch of people, but not so big that you get lost in it. Like, yeah. you, you kind of feel like you know almost everybody in the volleyball London community. And you that's, know what I mean? that's the thing about volleyball, and I think that's why I love it so much, is that I've got so many friends in it, and it's it's been part of me for a long time. And I think that's London's pretty cool for that as well, isn't yeah. it? It's, a, it's quite a nice vibe and a social scene more than it is uh, and that's, an elite scene. And that's how we actually met. 100%. And now... Louis is my coach. He's taught me everything I know. Yeah, good and bad. But we, uh, we, we, I play and he coaches the London, the Flaming Six Aces. Yeah, and we're going to work on this a little bit throughout the podcast. We're going to come up with some funny, we'll come up well, with... Well, we'll just give you some stories of, some yeah, anecdotes, some tales. Always a story. There's always a story with us, like the latest, last week. Well, yeah, the latest one was, we were in the middle of a game, we ended up losing 3-2 to Sunderland. We're good at losing 3-2. But we came off for a timeout or the end of a set or something, and... One of their well, one of their team just kicked the ball at us, and we didn't know who it was, and we went over and like, what is going on? Like, like properly booted the ball as hard as they could at us, <laughs> and we thought it was like their assistant coach or something. And the ref jumped off his ref stand, run across the court, and kicked him out of the stadium. Said, "Get out! Don't come back." And we went over to the team and we're like, who was that? And they said, that's our coach driver. Yeah. He doesn't even know volleyball. Such a funny story, and something that's so typical of the aces as well we've got so many funny stories past that have gone through the years and the seasons but we've got so many more probably coming our way knowing our team and the characters as well what we want to know now are your funny stories what's happened to you and your volleyball team let us know you can use social media instagram twitter facebook just search freeball the volleyball podcast write into us and you never know if your story's funny enough we might just read it out well that brings us to the end of the very first episode of Freeball the Volleyball Podcast thank you so much for listening 
Please follow us on our social media to get all the updates on new episodes coming out every week. And finally, thank you so much, Tiana Boscovich, for being such a great first guest on the show. Also, thank you to Samal from ex Jacobasi, who worked really hard in setting that interview up. But from us... I've been Cam. I've been Louis. I'm also here, hello. That's John, our producer and editor legend. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>